0: Alright, could I have your attention, if you are able, would you please stand? Let us bow our heads in prayer as we say, Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to gather here today. We thank you for the blessings you have bestowed upon us. We thank you for the rainfall we are experiencing and about to receive. We ask that you grant us patience and perseverance during our trials and tribulations, and humility and gratitude with our victories. And we ask this in your name. Amen. 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 Ms. Feetzen, would you lead us in the pledges, please? I pledge allegiance to the flag
1: of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under
0: God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Honor the Texas flag. I pledge allegiance to the Texas, one state under God, one and indivisible. Well, good morning to everyone. We will uh, I'll accept a motion to approve the Minutes from previous meetings. I move we open. Second. Motion has been made to uh, approve the minutes from the previous meeting. We open open the meeting. Excuse me. Open the meeting. Motion has been made by Commissioner Brosman. Second. And second by Commissioner Birkenoff to open the meeting. All in favor, say aye. Uh, Aye. Opposed. We are open. Now we will uh, entertain a motion to approve meetings from the. Uh, minutes from the previous meetings.
1: I move. We approve the minutes from the August 24th regular meeting and the August 30th
0: special meeting. Motion's been made by Commissioner Birkenhoff. Second. Second by Commissioner McBroom. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carried. We have had people who have signed in for public comments. We have a few. First is Deborah Frank. Thank you, Judge. I just have a a couple
2: of comments uh, about mainly the effective budget. Um, I don't know how many were aware, but there was an article in yesterday's Platonia Argus. Steve Hillhouse has uh, posted a public notice that he intends to donate $250,000 to each of these entities, the EMS, the Sheriff's Office, and the LaGrange Volunteer Fire Department. So I'm wondering if maybe this relief from an individual might uh, sway the decision on the amount of raises that these organizations get. And while it's great that Mr. House, you know, apparently has the money to give three quarters of a million dollars to these uh, entities, the, the rest of the county is suffering and struggling to pay their taxes and their bills so uh, to consider another tax increase which I realize is the maximum amount the county can increase our taxes without getting voters approval Uh, I just think it's a little unreasonable and also uh, as far as the county Giving money to various nonprofit organizations in the community. These organizations are supported by individuals throughout the community as they, you know, they want to support individual organizations and they do. And so I think maybe the county should consider not handing out money to every nonprofit entity that comes with their handout. Maybe let those. Organizations accept donations of money from the community uh, for their main source of income. And that's all
3: I have to say.
0: Next, under public comments, William Burnson.
3: Thank you, Judge. Good morning, the court. Upon exiting the Constitutional Convention, Benjamin Franklin was asked what sort of government the delegates had created. His answer was Republic if you can keep it. Clearly, what Franklin was referring to was whether the citizenry could stay informed and hold the government accountable to the law. Federalist number 51 of the Federalist Papers says, a dependence on the people is, no doubt, the primary control on the government. The entire Declaration of Independence is about holding government accountable to the people. The founders agreed that in order for our form of self-government to be successful, the citizenry must be informed and involved. Armed with information, through participation and dialogue, we exert influence over public policy. It is more than a right. It is every citizen's duty to be involved, stay informed, and hold government accountable. A couple years ago, I realized I could no longer neglect my duty, and so I began participating more intimately. I have been studying state law, county ordinances, county procedures and customs, and in general, observing the court for over two years now. For 15 months, I have been posting commissioners' court meeting audio on my website, along with analysis and opinion. I do this to educate the public and get them involved. My only compensation is better government, and we deserve good government. If more citizens participated, then perhaps many of the issues our country struggles with would quickly be put in good order. The citizens should be involved in the decision-making, oh, excuse me, That citizens should be involved in the decision-making process is not just a founding principle, it's it's absolutely imperative. According to the Texas Association of Counties, people are entitled to information about governmental action, and transparency is furthered by allowing the public to have access to governmental decision-making. Furthermore, the purpose of the Open Meetings Act is to open the decision-making process to the public. It is not a privilege for a member of the public to speak in court, but rather an entitlement provided by law. Of course, rules for decorum apply, but it's important to note that the members of the court are governed by the same rules. The quest for good government obligates me to critique the court, and I quote, including criticism of any act, omission, policy, procedure, program, or service. The Open Meetings Act also prevents county business from being discussed with two or more members of the court unless in a public meeting. A member of the court may not talk to, text, email, or otherwise discuss county business with more than one member of the court at any time without violating the Open Meetings Act. So if matters are discussed behind closed doors, as has been suggested in here many times, and they are not discussed in open meetings, then not only can the public not participate, but neither can the other members of the court. How can any of us make informed decisions without ample, open public discussion? Finally, it saddens me the spectacle that was made of the commissioner's court on August 24th. As the meeting was about to adjourn, a member of this court was given the floor for comments. After a few minutes of valid, on-topic budget policy defense, That member then diverted from the agenda to engage in a lengthy personal attack on a member of the public. Personal attacks are never in order. The presiding officer not only failed to end the personal attack and bring the meeting to order, but then engaged in a separate personal attack also on matters unrelated to the agenda. Your own rules prevent the use of commissioner's court as a public forum for demeaning of any individual or group. I never attacked anyone personally, and I never demeaned anyone. The court, this court first breached decorum, but I paid the price and my rights were violated as I was escorted out in violation of all that is civil and just. What happened to me was simply un-American. Was it a coordinated stunt? Who knows? but that type of behavior from this court would certainly discourage future citizen participation and that cannot be tolerated. It was a clear message to me and those who happened to agree with me, including some county employees and elected officials. (coughs) It was not an example of good government. This court abused its authority and that should not ever happen again. As all, thank you.
0: Mr. Ron Briggs.
4: Thank you. Uh, my name is Ron Briggs. I live in the decadence area in Fayette County. Uh, I've been living here about 16 years and I've been remiss in not attending more of our advocacy to What I've come to, uh, to discover revelation to me is our commissioners this is not. I come find This is not a job for these gentlemen. This is a lifestyle. You guys are committed to what you do, and uh, as a county resident, I appreciate you. you it doing a good job, well, everybody, but Luke. i only Fuller He does a good job, so keep it up. Uh, I need some mowing done out there. But, uh, the other reason. Uh, Judgment on something. I was not here in the uh, commissioner's court meeting that uh, William was speaking of, so I can't speak to that. But here's what I learned my, in my years of working in a large corporation, people all over the world I've worked with, talked with, and and I've learned this. And this is my uh, suggestion maybe to take this into consideration. Uh, it's good to have differences. If we, if we did not have differences of opinion it would be really boring and be chaos if we don't differ. So um, in, in differing of opinion sometimes it's taken as a personal attack. Uh, I, I I don't believe, just my background and knowledge of some of the people in this room, that there was no personal attack intended, at least uh, on towards comma, I'll add that uh, we all have to have differences of opinion. I've appreciated the work that, that you men have done immensely. Uh, really do. But we have to take differences of opinion, even constructive criticism for what they're meant for. When somebody does the necessary research, they're speaking from uh, educated research, we have to understand that we have to take it and take it not under consideration. Don't take these things as a personal attack. That, that's just some of the things that I've learned in my, in my life. Um, sometimes we just have to we just have to listen and understand. Two ears, one mouth. We should, we should Listen twice as much as you speak. So that's it. And Stillman. Keep up the good
5: work, and
4: I'll
5: show you later on the little work of that area. <laughs> okay. Thank you, guys. <clears throat> Rodney Reed. Well, I always got to come when I come to this I got to say a few good words, and I want to thank the uh, precinct one and precinct two, Luke Sernogel and, and Jason McBroom for the work they're doing on um, Cummings Creek Bridge. It's come along pretty good. Had a little shower last night, but I don't think it's going to slow anything down. Wish it was a lot more. I wish there was water running through it right now. Not around. It. And uh, they did run into some problems when Lee County opened up one of the dams upstream. Everybody's wanting to know why there's water running through Cummings Creek when we're so dry. And there's a dam, control dam for Cummings Creek that's in Lee County. And that when that, backs, that water backs up, when we get a lot of water, it goes in that subdivision where the poor people live. And last big rain they had, most of them people put their trailers back up and raised them another two, three foot in the air so they don't get flooded again. So I do appreciate everything. I like the way the bridge is looking so far. Uh, it's going to be nice for the fire department to be able to get across when we need to get to a fire or get to a uh, emergency for someone sick or a heart attack or something because before we used to have to go all the way down 1291 and then hopefully sometimes we had to go all the way to Waldeck Church and come in that way to get to somebody that's in my neck of the woods and so I'm really happy that this has been a project of Peppy of mine for about 15 years or better but I'm glad to see that it's moving forward I do want to thank all the commissioners for what they do it's a thankless job in most cases, but there are times when there are a lot of appreciations for what you do and everything else. And uh, I just wish we'd get along a little better. That's all. Thank you.
0: Okay. Uh, final comments in the public comments. I'd like to announce. It was mentioned earlier that the county did receive a donation. We have the county has been expecting this donation for a few weeks now. Uh, uh, Mr. Hillhouse's uh, Steve Hillhouse of LaGrange his intentions were to remain anonymous but uh, county, the county attorney's office has let us know that at a certain dollar amount that person uh, ha- connect, his name cannot be anonymous so I will announce that Steve Hillhouse has donated uh, I think the figure mentioned in public comments was $750,000. Uh, let me qualify that. He donated 250000 to the uh, EMS, Mr. Uh, Van Dever's department, and 250000 to Sheriff Karenick's Sheriff's department, and also he donated $250,000 to the Lagrange Volunteer Fire Department and it's even my understanding although I don't have the particulars he also made some donations to the children's advocacy group here in the county so I do want to recognize him for that at a future commissioners court meeting uh, Mr. Watson has informed me that we will it would be proper for us to officially accept those monies at a public commissioners court meeting but we do I do have the checks and I will be giving them to uh, uh, Mr. Van Dever and to Sheriff Corenic. And I believe I will make a motion that we pl- close, uh, close public comments. Second. Second by Commissioner Sternoddell. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. We have Ms. Shadi here? Yes, sir. Okay, very good. Kathy Schottie is here the commissioners and I will uh, <coughs> sign a proclamation consider and take appropriate action in signing a proclamation <coughs> proclaiming the week of September the 17th through the 23rd 2023 as Constitution week here in Fayette County Miss Shotty, if you'll come up uh I have several members with
6: me
0: Very good. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to accept this or vote on it. I don't know if we'll accept it. Hopefully we will. We're going to vote on it, and then we'll have you come up, and then we'll sign it, and you can go ahead and take it with you. How's that? That's
7: wonderful. Thank you.
0: So do I have a motion to proclaim the week of September 17th through the 23rd as Constitution Week in Fayette County?
8: Will we approve the signing of the proclamation proclaiming the week of September 17th through the 23rd of 2023
0: as Constitution Week in Fay County? Motion's been made by Commissioner Brosman. Second. Seconded by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. All right. I'll tell you what, let's just go ahead and start signing it, huh? And Ms. Schott, you and your group can come on up, please. Ma'am, you can come on back here. Thank you. Jeff. Yes, ma'am. You, we got one a couple of more signatures. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I tell you what, <laughs> Kathy, if you'll come over here okay. <laughs> or here, whichever, and then the group can surround you, and the call. folks from the newspapers will take the photograph, I believe. So, okay, no. As soon as can Commissioner Brosman gets through y'all signing, got first row, this, y'all gotta
8: Okay. First. <laughs> I'm right here. Okay. Right, very, very, good. very good. Okay, y'all ready? One, two, and three. And one, two, and three.
0: Right. Okay. One, two, and three. Very good. Congratulations. Thank you. you. We thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Our next item is item 5, check that out. item 4, and uh, the item is to open and hold a public hearing concerning the proposed tax rate for tax year 2023 of 0.41196 per $100 of taxable value to fund the 2024 Fayette County budget. Consider and accept all comments, and we have uh, Will Martin signed up to speak on this issue Thank you Judge.
6: Um, My name is Pastor Will Martin. I'm uh, here just to talk about this uh, this the second year in a row that the court has raised property taxes as much as can possibly raise without triggering an election and um, I'm super grateful that in the in the Commissioner's Court front desk it says, In God We Trust. We pray, the Judge, you open this up in a word of prayer. You said one nation under God. Um, I'm glad that we trust God. It's time that we also start to obey Him. Right? Thou shalt not steal it has no caveat for the government um, that, that it's okay as long as you do it through legal means. The assumption in that command is that a man's property is a gift from God. It doesn't belong to you, it belongs to him, hence the pronouns, your neighbor's wife, your neighbor's house. When you tax a man's goods, when you tax a man's property, what you're saying is it ultimately belongs to the state and not to the individual. And so we're in the midst of a recession, we're in the midst of um, inflation, all these things that my neighbors, my congregants are having a really hard time paying their property taxes, paying for their just basic necessities, and here we're, we're talking again for the second year in a row about raising their taxes, and I would just implore you and beg you not to not to do this because it's a sin against the poor. It's a sin against, I believe, a sin against God uh, who gives men their property, but it's also a sin against the poor because there are people in Fayette County who can't afford to buy property, and so they're renting Those property owners, when you raise their taxes, they're going to pass it directly on to the poor. There are people in my church that have had to sell property and move and downsize, forced to move because they saw what you guys are are intending to do. So I'm just pleading with you, please do not do this thing. It's not bad policy. It's evil. Thank
0: you. Okay, continuing along with the public hearing. any comments concerning the proposed tax rate for 2023,
9: Mr. Yes. uh Yes, Judge. I signed up to speak on five, six, and seven because I have just kind of a general comment. It might be better to do it in four, and it's your choice whenever you think. Well, I'm
0: certainly not going to deny. you. Do you want to trade one of the three for four, or you want to? <laughs> okay.
9: Uh, no, As it, you know, win. It's really a general comment. Maybe I'll just do it now. Sure, I don't, I don't need five, six, or seven.
0: Okay, very good. Go, go okay. ahead.
9: Uh, my name is Jeff Parker. I live uh, down off Seventy Seven, about halfway between Schulenburg and uh, Lagrange, in the best precinct, in the best county, in the best state, in the best country in the world, and uh, I really believe that. I came here uh, as a result of my lovely wife, Patsy, who is a was a long-term resident of LaGrange. Uh, I wasn't born here, but I got here as quick as I could, and I'll probably die here. Uh, that'd be my, uh, my expectation. We're in good times, right? Uh, apparently, a lot of people agree with me, and the county has experienced huge growth. And with huge growth has come increase in property value, Uh, increase in taxation, increase in need for services. Like William, I've uh, repented from a lifetime of not getting involved in local politics, and I'm at the stage where I consider myself a student of it. I've been to many of the meetings. I've talked to many of you about the issues, uh, so I sure don't know at all. But I've seen some things, and one of the things I've seen is it seems like we feel we're in flush times, we feel there's growth. We feel the money's coming. So what did we do? We have an uplift in property taxes, if by for nothing, no other reason, increased property values, and we've spit it all, and we've gone into the red. That's how confident we seem to feel about the future. You know, many years ago, old story. I'm sure you've heard it. There was a guy named Joseph. His daddy was Jacob, his daddy was Isaac, his daddy was Abraham. He ended up in Egypt. And through a prophetic dream, uh, it was revealed to him that there were going to be seven years of plenty and seven years of famine. And what did he do? Party on in the seven years of plenty? No. He put what the increase allowed into a storehouse so that in the seven years of downtime, there was money. There was food for the people. One of y'all, and I don't remember who, uh, and I apologize for that, said that you have learned that your horizon for looking at county business isn't one year or two years, it's five years out. And uh, I believe that. Uh, I I think that's the way we need to be. One of the reasons I said I live in the best precinct in the county, and I'm I'm joking a little bit, of course, I think the whole county is wonderful, but it gets me as far as possible from the madness in round talk. And to each of them, you know, I know that there are some that, that love the fair, love all of that, but my point here is it's a significant driver for revenue in this county. And gentlemen, selling junk and partying is not a sustainable industry. Oil and gas, that's sustainable. Raising cattle, that's sustainable. Some of the other things the do, doing, that's sustainable. That's a significant part of the revenue I see economic storm clouds gathering. What are we going to do if say it's 10%? I don't know the number. Say you lose that 10% and you're already a million bucks in the red and you don't have a savings account. That's become clear from looking at the budget numbers. The savings in Fayette County for future times when things may not be great are low, especially relative to other counties. So, my plea during items 5, 6, 7, et cetera, I have not heard from the court your collective sense of what we're going to do if the flush times don't continue. And my plea and actually formal request is during those items, if you would please speak among yourselves and to the public what if. What are you going to do if things don't happen? What are you going to do if the county is hit with a big expenditure? What are you going to do if the revenue stops coming in? So, Thank you, please. Appreciate it.
0: Any other comments among the uh, court concerning?
5: Yes. <laughs> we're talking about taxes and everything else. I find it amusing that I go to Walmart, I pay tax. I go to the go to the grocery store, I pay tax on some items. I go to different shops, I pay tax. But yet, we have antique weekend, we shouldn't say anti, we have anti months, twice a year, and there's no taxes that I know of that gets collected from all the vendors out there. But yet we pick up the tab for everything else that goes on in this county. It doesn't seem fair to me that we're paying higher taxes than everything else, and they are not giving anything back to the county. That's just my theory.
0: Court, have any comments concerning the proposed tax rate for the tax year 2023?
10: I mean, I just think that. The, I mean, <clears throat> I've said before. I mean, I agree. We need some reserves. <clears throat> I mean, it's. I, I agree too. I don't want to keep taxes going up. I mean, but we have to build up our reserves to get to that point. Uh, I mean, that's bottom line. I agree with the, if something happens in, in Round Top that goes away, that is a good economic driver. There's not much tax comes in front, but it's an economic driver that builds the community and does other things. I mean, anything could happen here and we ha- do not have the reserves to function like we should.
8: And I still think a large part of the reason why our reserves are low is because we do have one of the lowest tax rates compared to other counties. A lot of the counties around us have a higher tax rate. They have more revenue coming in, so at the end of the year, whenever they have extra, they are able to build up their their fund. And, you know, we we try to keep our taxes as low as possible and use every penny that we have um, so we're not just putting money aside. Maybe that was our fault in the past. Maybe we should do a little bit better job with that and everything. But uh, I believe that's why our funds are just a little bit low because we just continue to keep our tax rates low compared to everybody else. I think that's a big driving force of it. That's just my
0: I have a motion to close the public hearing? Uh, I move we accept
8: all comments and close
0: the public hearing. Motion has been made by Commissioner Brossman to close the public hearing. Second. Second by Commissioner Sternodtel. All in favor say aye. Aye. O- opposed? Motion carries. Item 5, budget workshop to discuss all expected approximate revenues and expenditures for the Fayette County 2024 budget. And, ten- and take any action the commissioner's court deem necessary. And I'll open it up to the uh, county auditor or any commissioner. We haven't had any changes since the last time. We're not the same.
11: Nobody submitted anything to me.
1: My budget is the same. I didn't cut anything because I I was under budget on mine, so I didn't make any cuts to my precinct 3 budget. I left it the same.
0: Do I have a motion? To... Uh, Except item number six, which excuse me, number five, which reads budget workshop workshop to discuss all expected approximate revenues and expenditures for the Fayette County 2024 budget and take any action the commissioner's court deemed necessary.
10: So we just didn't close the budget workshop. I think so.
0: Right. I would say so. Right.
10: We close the budget workshop.
0: Motion has been made by Commissioner McBroom to close the budget workshop. Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Item six, consider and take appropriate action in setting salaries, expenses, and allowances of elected county and precinct officers for the 2024, for the year 2024, which have been listed in the newspapers.
1: I just want to make sure that everyone sees this, understands that the asterisks mean contingent on the SB-22 bill. So we're voting on what we have. And then <clears throat> if the bill goes through like it's supposed to, then the sheriff and the, the constables, they'll get their, is that correct? That's they'll correct. get their extra pay then. Okay.
0: Is that a motion to accept? Yes,
1: sir. and I move we accept, uh, I move we the salaries, expenses, and allowance for
0: elected officials and precinct officers for the year 2024. A motion been made by Commissioner Birkenhoff. Second. Second by Commissioner Brosman. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Aye. Commissioner McBroom opposed on number six. Item number seven, consider and take appropriate action in the adoption of the, 24, the 2024 county budget <coughs> which will include approving and signing the budget certificate and approving and signing the order adopting the budget for fiscal year 2024. I make a motion that we uh, adopt the 2024 county budget, which will include approving and signing the budget certificate and approving and signing the order adopting the budget for fiscal year 2024. Second. Second by Commissioner Brosman. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Aye. Opposed by Commissioner McBroom and Commissioner Birkenhoff. Item number eight, consider and take appropriate action in ratifying the property tax increase reflected in the adopted budget and required to fund the 2024 county budget.
1: Uh, (coughs) Mr. Watson, (coughs) the action to ratify the property, exactly what do they what does it mean by ratifying? Just so everyone knows.
12: Sure, it means uh, basically to set the property tax rate that's that's been discussed for the upcoming 2024 year. So officially set that. In so place. why do we have that agenda item and then it's? I mean, is it just a formality of
10: we're going to each individual tax rate after that?
12: R- right. Essentially, the the uh, TAC also provides us like specific language that we need to use along with a couple other things. This a lot of this is what's suggested.
0: So having heard your explanation, I make a motion that we ratify the property tax reflected in the adopted budget and required to fund the 2024 (coughs) county budget. Second. Second by Commissioner Sternoddell. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. I'm
1: sorry. The first, aye. I didn't. I was reading and I wasn't listening. To I'm you. sorry. You
0: so so you you're opposing? Oh, no. You're you're, you're voting, voting for it. I'm voting for it.
4: Yes. Okay. All for I'm it. All
0: right. Yes. All right. I'm moving. Okay. Yes. I am number nine. Consider and take appropriate action in the adoption of and setting by written order the debt service tax rate of zero point zero zero six one zero for a hundred dollar of tax year 2023. Ms. Velka, you want to tell us about that for the debt rate, that amount?
11: That takes care of the obligations we have with the limited tax notes that we currently have, which we have three of them. And when you have a limited tax note or a certificate of obligation, it automatically has a property taxes that secure it to make the payments. And with that, our total debt for the next year that we will pay is $307,975.12. And that is what that tax rate covers.
0: That's on the EMS number one.
11: EMS number one's building, um, and then the additional, we have the EMS number one building, and then the Pioneer Bank building, which is now Main Street Annex.
0: Do I hear a motion to consider and take appropriate action in the adoption of and setting the written order, the debt service tax rate of? 0.00910. 0.00910? 6. What did I say? 9? I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. Let's do it again. 0.00610 for $100 for tax year 2023.
10: I move we, by written order, uh, set the debt service tax rate as listed on agenda item number 9.
0: Motion has been made by Commissioner McBroom. Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Number 10, consider and take appropriate action in the adoption of and setting by written order the maintenance and operation tax rate of 0.40586 per $100 for tax year 2023. For the operation and maintenance,
10: I move we set by written order the maintenance and operations tax rate as listed on agenda item number 10 for tax year 2023.
0: Motion has been made by Commissioner McBroom. Second. Second by Commissioner Sternadel. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Number 11, consider and take appropriate action on a motion that the property tax rate be increased by the adoption of a tax rate of 0.41196 per $100 for tax rate 2023, which is effectively a 4.7% increase in the tax rate, and that an order be adopted and signed setting the tax rate of 0.41196, $100 for tax year 2023, with the revenue attributable to the tax rate increase being for the purpose of public health and safety, security, facility upgrades, maintaining a reasonable contingency reserve fund, and reasonably pay, reasonable pay raises for county employees continue to provide essential services. Now, we heard Mr. Watson say earlier that there's specific language which must be read, and I obviously just read that, but I want to go back to Commissioner Brossman's comment about our low tax rate. Our rate is going down, and we do enjoy a low tax rate here in Fayette County and we can credit past administrations and past commissioners for that, but we definitely have a very low tax rate in Fayette County. And just to clear clarify things, this four
10: point seven percent increase in the tax rate, how that number came about, that is the basically the no new revenue rate the difference between the no new never no new revenue rate and the voter approval rate and you do you have to take the debt service out to make that come out but that's all figured by richard loring at the appraisal district
8: move we approve the motion that the property tax rate be increased by the adoption of a tax rate of 4.1196 for $100 for tax year 2023 which is effectively a 4.7% increase in the tax rate and then an order to be adopted and signed setting the tax rate of .4196 for $100 for tax year 2023 with the revenue attributable to the tax rate increase being for the purpose of public health and safety security. Facility upgrades maintaining a reasonable contingency reserve fund and reasonable pay raises for county employees who continue to provide essential services.
0: Motion has been made by Commissioner Grossman. Second. Second by Commissioner Sternoddell. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Item number 12, review the proposed central counting station plan for the November 7th Constitutional Amendment election and county surveyor special election and take any action the court deems necessary. I believe we have Ms. Heffler. there you are. Good morning,
7: Judge. Good morning, Commissioners. There is no action required on your part. It's just this is a uh, our central county station plan, which I have to post five days before the election, and they are now recommending that we share this plan with our commissioner's court for you to see it and, to make, and if you had any questions to uh, give you the opportunity to query me about any of the processes that we use when we are uh, accepting and tallying ballots on election night. Um, I've always posted this plan, although it's always been a shorter version of this plan. This is a much expanded plan that includes like the dates and times that certain activities are going to happen. Those are highlighted in yellow, but I those can, are still subject to change such as when I was uh, deciding about when we would start counting our mail ballots. I've now been petitioned by this, uh, the Schumer ISD to conduct weekend voting in the November election. So that would conflict with the time that I put in this plan. So I'll have to make some adjustments to the plan based on issues like that that may arise. But it's a courtesy copy to you guys to have. To review I'm sorry Judge. No I was
0: just going to comment that since you've, you're you saying this and our next item agenda includes the Schulenburg School District yes, and sir. the Flat Fayetteville why don't you just kind of continue along that and we'll okay. just accept both both uh, okay. both I agenda it. items.
7: So just to, to segue into that so I have uh, in November uh, uh, election schools are allowed to join my election if they have something that is going to be on the ballot the city of Schoenberg I'm sorry this Schoenberg Independent School District has a bond election and Fayetteville ISD has a tax rate election so they have both requested to join my election I have prepared the contracts I've sent them to Blake uh, they I just need your permission to allow me to allow them to join my election. That's really what I'm seeking from you today on the joint election part. The judge will sign the contract, but the commissioners won't. Uh, I I have one that's been sent back to me by Faith I see, uh, that if y'all approve that they can join my election, that I'll sign today and then I'll give to Blake, and then Blake will send it to the judge and it'll just work its way around to me. One of the things that they have requested though is expanded early voting and I have complied with that on the agreement that they pay the staff for the expanded early voting. So we are going to do early voting in Chudelberg and in Fayetteville as well and in addition to my office but they're paying those staff directly to do that early voting. That was the agreement I made with them in order to ex- to expand to expand early voting out to the cities or to the school districts. Well,
0: I think it's a, I think it's a good idea that you're doing that, and I think it's just more uniformity with elections in general. And I, I'm glad you're including those school districts.
7: Yes, it's it's easier for us, um, and it's easier for them. Sure. They really don't want to deal. Much with it. easier for them. It is much easier for them, yeah. and so I don't mind doing it. And a joint election is really relatively simple in my mind. It's just. We put them on our ballot. They will be on our ballot, you know, but only people that live in those districts will see that on their ballot.
0: Okay, so you, you said we didn't need voter approval on number 12, but for the last thing about the school districts, we do, I believe, correct? Why don't we do this? Yes. About, I move we ex, we
10: acknowledge the Central Counting Station plan for the November 7th Constitutional Amendments election.
0: Second. Okay, motion's been made by Commissioner McBroom and seconded by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Thank you, Terry. Thank you. all Was there a motion about me joining the what too? Did? did I
7: hear that? No. Uh, you I think he's going to read that no, there... are going to Okay, yes. All
2: right.
0: What did you say, Ms. Austin? I think you're going to read number They're just 13. Separated separated it. Okay. We separated them out. We separated it out. Yes, yes. Okay. So, uh, so do we want to? Uh, do I have a motion to approve yes. number 13? I move we
1: approve and enter into two joint election agreements between Fayette County Election Administrator, the and the Fayetteville Independent School District and the Schuylkillburg Independent School District and Fayette County concerning the election service and joint election to be held on November 7th, 2023. Very good. Motion
0: has been made by Commissioner Birkenhoff. Second. Second by Commissioner Brosman. All in favor say aye. aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Number 14. Hear monthly report from Clint Sternadel, our county inspector and office of development and permitting. Mr. Sternadel. Good
13: morning, Judge. Good morning. <coughs> so, for the month of August, uh, we had a pretty busy month in the permitting office, we issued 33 new septic permits and completed 35 inspections. Uh, Development permits following the septic permits were up significantly as well, Uh, 21 over 18 the previous month, and 16 divisions of property uh, up from seven the previous month. Uh, Our normal uh, permitting numbers for the septic side are around uh, 24, 25 or so, so. uh, pretty busy month, but also normal for the time of year. Uh, it has looked like it's slowing down now that folks are back in school and uh, the like. Uh, the divisions of property per precinct at the bottom, pretty evenly distributed there. Uh, three for precinct one, four in precinct two, uh, five in precinct three, and four for precinct four. Those applications for divisions of property Resulted in 52 new tracts of property being created in the county. Uh, not a lot of applications, but the few we had during the month of August were some larger, uh, larger divisions out of the six you see there that were 10 acres or greater. Uh, as submitted.
8: Any
0: questions? I would just I would just point out that Miss Austin and Miss Moore and I attended a, a conference, if you will, in Austin yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. And we're not the only state that's looking at a lot of people moving in and the growth that comes with it. And I think even there's a couple of bills, I think, that Ms. Austin apprised you of that talking about yes, the, the increased guidance of what we do and what we should be doing. And I know you keep on top of all of that and we appreciate what you do. And I will make a motion we accept your uh, monthly report. Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Mr. Sternow, you're still up there please. Consider and take appropriate action concerning the final approval stage for Sam and Diana Wilson regarding a platted subdivision, Feder Estate Subdivision, Befco Engineering Incorporated having issued a letter of substantial completion dated September 6, 2023, Sam and Diana Wilson being responsible for the maintenance of Federer Way for one year until September 6, 2024, at which time the road may be accepted for county maintenance into the county road system.
13: Yes, sir. And just to clarify, uh, this is in Precinct 1 and I spoke with Jason about it. but this was part of the batch of subdivisions that came through before we updated the road maintenance bond. So this one is still kind of on the old terminology of the one year maintenance. Uh, so we didn't miss that. It was just in in and approved before the date that the new two year took effect. Uh, but the project was completed and the letter attached from DEFCO, there weren't any other corrections.
10: Everything looks good. So what exactly do we need approval for just the final stage? So we're just
13: acknowledging uh, that it's substantially complete and that their warranty will start as of
10: today. I'm, I move uh, <coughs> for the final approval stage for Sam and Diana Wilson regarding the Platt Subdivision for Federal Estates and their one-year warranty will, will start September 6, 2024.
0: Motion's been made by Commissioner McBroom. I mean, amend that until 2024,
9: sorry.
0: And seconded by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Mr. Sternoddell, you're still up, sir. Approve the routing agreement and road use bond agreement submitted by Sandalwood Exploration LP for said company's overweight loads to travel as indicated on the attached map on the following roads of Burke Road and Herman Road in Precinct 3, all county roads in Fayette County.
13: Yes sir, so this would be a, a very short project. Um, they're just really needing to bring in uh, one or two pieces of equipment for down Herman Lane for an oil and gas project. Uh, we've received all the completed applications from them.
1: And I would expect in the next meeting or two, this would be taken back off, just allowing them to clean up their project there. Where's Harmon Road? Uh, right off Highway 95 between Flatonia and um, Cistern they, it, it's, Burk? it's Burke Road, and then Herman is a dead end. I road. see. So yes. it comes off of Burke. Yes. Got Probably it. a
13: half mile or so. Yeah. yeah. Short dead so end. So the only question,
1: uh, Burke Road. There's an east and a west Burke Road. So this is west
5: Burke Road. Okay. So we'll uh, make hmm? we'll this, make. So this way. will just so be for
13: the West Herman Lane and, and then the West West Burke Road, Park road.
1: Okay. okay I move that we approve the I move we approve the riding agreement and road use bonds submitted by Sandalwood for for the use of West Burke Road and Herman Lane in increasing three.
0: Motion's been made by Commissioner Birkenhoff. Second second by Commissioner McBroom all in favor say aye. Aye opposed motion carries Next item approve the routing agreement and road use bond agreement submitted by Magnolia Oil and Gas Operating LLC for said company's overweight loads to travel as indicated on the attached map on the following roads Turkey Creek Road, Precinct 2, a public county road in Fayette County. <coughs>
13: to the county's procedures here. We've had several applications. This is just to use Turkey Creek Road uh, as it continues on into Lee County uh, then for an oil and gas project there. But the application has been received and
0: complete. Before we vote on that, let me make, make this a statement. <clears throat> when we had issues earlier this year with Magnolia, Commissioner Sternon and I had multiple meetings with them. They are so uh, agreeable and uh, cordial and appreciative of our relation with them through the years we've had several landowners there at different times when they were complaining about the sound and all that but at every meeting they were so uh, cordial and appreciative of your relationship with them and we want to have a good relationship with them so uh, having said that I make a motion we approve the routing agreement and road use bond agreement submitted by Magnolia Oil & Gas Operating LLC for said company's overweight loads to travel as indicated on the attached map of the following roads, Turkey Creek Road Precinct 2, a public road here in Fayette County.
5: I'll second that.
0: Second by Commissioner Sternoddell. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Item number 18, here a report from Angela Hahn, emergency management coordinator and grant specialist. Good
14: morning. It's a relatively short report, but the one that you have doesn't have my update on there, I don't think, and that is Tuesday we received a letter from Teetham that FEMA has concluded their review or has a mitigation plan and approved it. So it will come to you all at the next commissioner's court meeting for you to adopt it, and then we submit it back to Mm Teetham As uh, that has been approved and adopted here, and they send that to FEMA, and we are now in good standing. So, that's that's one for y'all. You did a good job.
8: That's one for
12: you. No, I just had a good (laughs) team, had a good team.
14: On our GLO mid funds, as y'all know, uh, those funds have been approved by uh, GLO. We have sent out a request for proposal for grant administrative services. I sent nine out to Con, uh, contractors who are all on the list of approval for historically underused uh, businesses as well as those who are already approved by the state for CDBG. Uh, I got five emails back saying that they will be providing a, a bid.
1: We've never had that many, have we?
14: I don't think that we ever sent that many out. But it, over the years, the requirements to reach out to more and more contractors is uh, are, that's coming down from FEMA. They want to see that we're actually reaching out and not just continuing to go back to the same groups. Um, And they provide a list, so it's pretty easy. So um, we will need a scoring committee. Commissioner Birkenhoff has agreed to represent the Commissioner's Court on that uh, scoring committee. So it'll be Cindy. Blake's going to be on it. I've asked Cassie to be there to represent the judge's office. And then (coughs) we'll bring those bids back to you to see. Hopefully we'll have a good good group to to look at. Um, Don Moore and Amber and I attended a flood inundation mapping seminar in Gonzales County Tuesday. That was presented by the National Weather Service. And once we got past some of the very technical details on flooding and hydraulics, hydraulics. Um, it was a very good seminar it, this is a service that the National Weather Service will be pushing out for the, the public to have access to but there's some caveats to that and that is flooding based on river flooding and or f- flash flooding in general is hard to predict but river flooding can <coughs> be difficult so they're they're going to do a kind of a soft push to the public but uh, we have released a, uh, said a press release out that so people know that it's coming, and it's, a, it's an interesting tool. So.
0: Did they have, at that conference, when they talked about flooding and so forth, did they have any thoughts about if we're going to be getting some rain the latter part of the year?
14: Actually, at uh, 10 o'clock, I believe, this morning, there is another seminar uh, online that the Weather Service is going to talk about forecasting what's coming for the last... Four or five months of the year, and they will send out those slides. So I'll share those as well. Um, the TAC legislative conference that y'all approved me to attend actually uh, uh, included a virtual link, so that was good for me. I just sat in my office, which was better. But on a Senate, but a Senate Bill Twenty-Two discussion, Ms. Austin, uh, Chief Noviski, Nowitz- Commissioner Grossman, and I sat in there, and sitting a walk from the auditor's office to listen to that presentation and it was a very good presentation it was pretty much run by this gentleman Will Conahan who is the Director of Data and Analysis and, Transp- and Transparency Division with the GLO and so th- there were the rules that they uh, are writing for this um, it's not really a grant it's uh, and now the world entitlement, entitlement. Mm-hmm. Um, they are supposed to be presented tomorrow there will be a 60 day Public comment period that people will, will be able to go on GLO's website and put their given their input on what the rules are. It was made very clear that this money must be used for salaries. It can be used for equipment once that minimum salary level has been met, but that is for a base salary. It does not include certificate or stipend pay, correct, Steve? That's correct. Or overtime, right? No, or, or overtime. It can't be used for no, ma'am.
7: So, base salary.
14: Now, there were some questions that were asked uh, that they didn't have an answer for. So, I expect those to be included in those rules that are published tomorrow.
8: They were saying they were going to treat this money to where it's going to be from here yes. and to the indefinite future. They're going to treat it like they do the schools, funding the schools. Exactly.
14: This home. is something they expect. It, is, it will become a foundational program for the state much like education and mental health and public health. And as such, it will be funded every year. How much will be funded will, of course, depend on what monies are there. But at this time, 236 counties in Texas have the ability to apply for the funding. Whether or not they all do, you know, it depends. Because like most entitlement programs, they'll put that money back. If they don't use it, they'll just move it.
0: Is it fair to say the genesis of this SB 22 is that the state wanted to make certain that the last thing they were accused of is defund- defunding the yes. police? Am I right?
14: Correct. Uh, Dan Patrick was a special speaker during the session, and he he apparently made a took a road trip across Texas. And met with a great number of the sheriffs and the county commissioners and a lot of the rural counties, and that was the topic of the discussion: was that Texas is not going to defund the the police and law enforcement as long as this current administration is in office. And the last thing I want oh, the last thing I want to tell you about is okay. Obviously, our heat index is coming down. We did have some rain last <coughs> night. Uh, we are scheduled to get some more rain this <coughs> weekend. Um, I think the uh, heat temperature temperature is supposed to be in the, you know, low to Um, mid-90s. We still have a burn ban in place and I would think until we get a little bit more rain we might want to consider keeping that in place until we see some some more significant rain. But I'm going to rely on our fire chiefs.
0: If you don't mind, would you let uh, the commissioners know about the meeting in Winchester?
14: Sure. I meant to put that on here. Thank you for reminding me. So, Chief Snyder with the Winchester Volunteer Fire Department has Put together a an evacuation plan for uh, the Clear Lake Pines, Clear Lake Pines? Mm-hmm. Uh, subdivision, um, which we drove through. Coming back from that meeting, and <coughs> definitely, I can understand his concerns there. So he ha- he he uh, he was there. Josh Bendiver was with EMS was there. Kim Haba with dispatch was there. Cassie, uh, myself, and then two representatives from. Church and another organization that's going to provide sheltering if they ever need to evacuate, and then the new Red Cross disaster preparedness manager for Central Texas <coughs> was there. It was a very good meeting. Uh, he's got he's got a very good plan, and uh, along with that, he provided me with a list of the assets, equipment, apparatus that each department had as, as of a number of years ago. So I've sent that out to the fire chiefs to be updated and we'll keep a list at dispatch for them.
0: L- let me interject this. One of the concerns is that there's only one road in and one yes, road out. That's the ma- primary problem. Now
14: there are some there are some service roads at the back of that neighborhood that they are looking at. They've walked those lines, because they're, they're locked gates. They have the gate codes and they're gonna provide them to dispatch and I think they already have
10: a lot of escape routes, but they're not they're properly not maintained, and they're
14: not maintained. Yeah. and so that's a concern uh, for for Chief Snyder.
10: But that whole place is a—if that ever catches fire, will be a, a mini fast drop complex fire.
14: Yes, there's 59 homes I think in there, and then some on the outer A area.
10: few years back, it got really close, and they came in, and I mean, it was right on the edge. There was a fire, but the wind is blowing the other direction. So yeah,
14: I, I appreciate his what he's done, and. And when the email I sent out to the fire chiefs with the attached apparatus list was that if any of them wanted to do the same or meet with the new Red Cross, you know, we'll bring them in Um, and see how that goes.
8: You know, you were saying about the the, uh, supplies and all the equipment that all the fire departments have. A lot of people might not know, but whenever the uh, fire departments get inspected by... Uh, the insurance people, they come down and they do an inspection on what kind of uh, trucks you have, how many gallons per minute they can pump, how many gallons the trucks can hold, how many apparatuses you have, and the better equipped your fire department is to lower your insurance rates are on your house. Mm-hmm. So it's great that the fire departments are slowly but surely upgrading all their yeah. older trucks and their older pumpers and everything because it will help the community with their fire insurance. Yeah. So that's a real good asset to have.
14: That's all I have for my report.
8: Uh, I have to say a big thank you to Andrew home because Without her getting uh, the hazard mitigation plan taken care of, there would have been a lot of communities and a lot of towns with a lot of FEMA money and tons of other uh, stuff that we would have got that we never would have received and we would have to pay money back. So without her taking the bull by the horns and knocking it out the park, we would be in really, really rough shape. I know we were in rough shape for a while. We had to ask for those extensions and everything, but she did a great job and she knocked it out the park. So.
14: I appreciate that. But I, re- I would like to reiterate that I had a very good team working for to do that. And y'all were part of it.
0: Commissioner Brosman, are you ex- making a motion to accept her report? Angela Hall's report. Okay. Motion is made by Commissioner Brosman. Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. <coughs> Angela, I think you're up again. Consider and take appropriate action in signing the contract amendment for the buyout acquisition program.
14: Yes, one of my favorite topics. Uh, because the pro- the... Harvey Buyout Program has gone on so long, uh, we have to extend our contract with GLO, which y'all have already taken care of. But at the same time, we have a contract with GrantWorks. And any time that there is a change to the grant itself, the requirements require that we have a new contract signed with GrantWorks. The basis of this is that when we extended the program, it de-obligated funds of just about $5.5 million which reduces the amount that we can pay or that GrantWorks can receive. They can only receive 12% as per the grants, terms, and conditions. So it reduces the amount of what GrantWorks will receive down to $353,017.20. So that's the basis of that. Uh, along these same lines, there tomorrow the judges signing the papers to close on 854 County club, country club, sorry. Uh, this is draw seven. We still have draw eight, which includes the last two homes and all of the reimbursement costs to the county and that is still under review by GLO. So I think that we, there was a, one of the property owners had, had reached out to GLO and said that they were not receiving information we had to provide a formal letter that showed how many times they had been contacted and how much. Re- and so that was the hold up. That's been done, so it should be approved
0: soon. Okay. Do I have a motion to take appropriate action in signing the contract amendment for the buyout acquisition program? I move we sign the contract
1: amendment for the buyout acquisition program.
0: Motion is made. By Commissioner Birkenhoff, seconded by Commissioner McBroom. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Angela. Next item, item number 20, consider and take appropriate action on adopting the civil fee changes, if any, for the 24 sheriffs and constable fees required under the Texas Local Government Code, Section 118.131, and authorizing the county, the Fayette County Clerk, to submit the changes, if any, to the Texas Comptroller of Public Accounts, on or before October one, of twenty three. Brenda or Randy, do we have uh, fee changes? I think <coughs> the, uh, Sheriff Green recommended
2: one fee change. I think it was on notice posting. Posting notices. notices. We were under most of the other counties. I think it was one less us, and us but the rest of them were all above us, and we went
7: up by. Uh,
14: We went from $35 to $40. Okay.
0: That
1: was the only change.
0: Well, I'll make a motion that we approve the civil fee changes for the 2024 Sheriff's and Constable fees required under Texas Local Government Code Section 118.131 and authorizing the Fayette County Clerk to submit the changes which is $35. You're going to 35 from thirty-five to 40. $40 to the Texas Comptroller of Public Accounts on or before October 1 of 2023. I'll make that motion. Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion (coughs) carries. (coughs) Item number 21, consider and take appropriate action on interlocal contract for 911 geographic information system (coughs) database management between the Capital Area Council of Governments and Fayette County. Is Ms. Moore present? Uh,
7: she's not. Um, but
13: this is just our um, normal interlocal agreement that we do every year with CAPCOG
7: for the 911 GIS mapping.
5: Right. Something
0: we really need to do, and so I will make that motion. I will make the motion to take appropriate action. On interlocal contract for 911 geographic information system database management between CAPCOW Capital Area Council of Governments and Fayette County. Second. Second by Commissioner Stern. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Our next item Acknowledged general and no litigation certificate for. Of Fayette County, for the benefit of the Attorney General of the State of Texas, regarding Capital Area Housing Finance Corporation multifamily housing revenue bonds, Northside Village, City of Georgetown, Williamson County, and authorizing the county judge to sign all necessary paperwork. Blake, are you going to speak to that or?
12: Uh, sure. Yeah, this is um, a standard practice for the county. Um, it is something that um, we uh, that it's basically a renewal of stuff we've done before um, and so we're just asking the court to go ahead and move forward
0: with signing off on that. I so Motion's been made by Commissioner McBroom. Second. Second by Commissioner Sternoddell. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Appro- the next item is approve the assignment of the volume cap allocation of Capital Area Housing Finance Corporation to Texas Department of Housing and Community Affairs, and including signing a resolution approving assignment of private activity bond authority to the Texas Department of Housing and Community Affairs. Pretty much uh, something that's routine. Again, the same. Um, This is something that we we do with the department, um,
12: and so we're just re-signing the contract.
0: I'll make a motion we do so. Second. Second by Commissioner. Birkenhoff, all in favor say aye. No. Opposed? Motion carries. Consider and take appropriate action on advanced funding agreement for the replacement or rehabilitation of a bridge off the state system between the Texas Department of Transportation and Fayette County regarding Old Hallettsville Road over Mulberry Creek and Mr. Birkenhoff's precinct. So this,
1: road, this is a bridge that was damaged by a flood about eight months ago. We repaired it, so they were able to move it up on their system to get it. We're, we're looking around 2025 to get replaced. So um move, we uh, approve uh, the advanced funding agreement for the replacement and rehabilitation of the bridge off state system between Dot and Fayette County for Old Houseville Road over Mulberry
0: Creek in Precinct 3. Motion has been made by Commissioner Birkenhaus. Second. Second by Commissioner Brosman. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Mulberry Creek must be a long creek. It yeah, is. Yeah. Starts at Praha,
1: right? Uh, this is actually right behind the football field. It starts closer into Flatonia and goes all the way through Praha. To pra- yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. From Yeah. Fort St. John. Yeah.
0: I think all the way to s- till 77. That's a long one. Yeah. Okay. Item number 25, acknowledge the fiber service drop plans and upgrades of Colorado Valley Telephone to install new buried fiber optic cables and copper cables within the corridors of the following roads, Geesey Lane in Precinct 1, Holomachick Loop in Precinct 2, Gabert Road, Mullins Prairie Road, Lair Road, Cotton Gin Road, Brant River Bottom Road, and Antone Solace Loop in Precinct 4. I so move. Motion's been made by Commissioner. <laughs> Bloom. Second. Second by Commissioner Sternautel. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Item number twenty-six approve the following juvenile contracts and agreements already approved by the juvenile board meeting in June, June 28th and August 28th. Judge Steinhauser and I sit on this juvenile board and we've pretty much gone over this and approved that at the last board meeting we had it's uh, the state contract the non-residential the non-residential juvenile services with dr jill flores the twenty to twenty five contract for residential services for juvenile offenders with travis county secure long-term and short-term residential services of juvenile offenders with hayes county <coughs> Pre-Adjudication Detention Services with Guadalupe County. pre deem Adjustment for Long-Term Residential Services with Rockdale Youth Academy. Short-Term Detention of Juvenile Offenders in Victoria County. Secure Long-Term Residential Services for Juvenile Offenders with Victoria County. Juvenile Offenders in Shoreline Incorporated. Juvenile Offenders with Gulf Coast Trade Center. Residential Services of Juvenile Offenders with Pecos School. Non-residential Services with Turning Leaf Counseling. Non-essential Services with Center of Cognitive Education. Non-essential Services with Rose Thompson. These are all entities that the Juveniles of Fayette County when they're processed through the County Attorney's Office and through the County Judge's Office The Juvenile Board goes over these with our Administrator Zach Velasquez. So I will make a nomination. I will move that we approve the contracts and the agreements. Second. Seconded by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Next item is accept and approve the written plan of Industry Telephone Company to install a new buried communication line upon and along the right-of-way of of Hensey Road in Commissioner Sternoddell's precinct with Industry Telephone Company being required to be responsible for repairs and or being required to make repairs of direct or collateral damage, if any, caused by Industry (coughs) Telephone Company and or its contractors to the proceeding road and to other utilities utilizing the right-of-ways so move. Motion's been made by Commissioner Sternoddell. Second. Second by Commissioner Brosman. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? <clears throat> Motion carries. Item number 28, consider discuss and appropriate and take appropriate action in rescheduling Commissioner's Court beginning hearing be, originally scheduled for Thursday, September the 28th to October the 2nd.
4: No.
8: September 29th,
0: right? Well, we've actually changed that to the 2nd of October. Uh, There's been a scheduling conflict, solely for me. So uh, I would like to reschedule the meeting that was originally scheduled for the 28th of September to the 2nd to the 2nd of October, and I visited with Mr. Watson on this.
10: I was always under the impression when Harold was here, we had this regular scheduled meeting, we had to keep, keep it. I mean, he was adamant about that. I mean, you could cancel it if there was no business, but you had to keep it if there was business. I mean, the other thing is, if we move the date that far out, nobody's going to get paid that owes, the county owes money until we approve the checks. I mean, and it's not that far off, but
12: it's another five days they've already waited two weeks. We, uh, we do set our commissioner's court dates at the, the beginning of every year. So, this the Thursday, September 28th meeting would be our regularly scheduled court date. Um, the, the code does allow us flexibility to, to move court dates, um, if necessary, set special meetings like what we would normally do. Um, and uh, so, this would be in line with that, moving it two days, uh, two business days from, from Thursday to Monday. Um, I, uh, it, it would have an effect on, on payment. Um, we always process our bills at the, at the end of the month. Um, so it would you know make a change as, as far as that goes. Um, but uh, so we have a couple options. We can, if we wanted to do that early or if the providers are willing to, you know that waiting two more business days for us to approve that, um, that would be something to consider. Um, to your to your credit, this is a but this is a, a two day business change from Thursday to
1: Monday. I mean, we've had the meeting with four commissioners. I think we're all competent to have a meeting. But I mean, I understand you want to be here. You don't want to miss them. It just seems odd to have three in one month and two in one meeting in one month, but. I'll be, I mean it does I, I'll be here Monday it doesn't matter but I mean it's kind of up to the, I mean long as people the vendors get their, their money I guess it's We also
11: have an odd single audit that needs to be approved prior to October 1st that I have to submit to the Attorney General's office which we we're planning on having Greg here on the 28th is what I had told him so he could give his financial reports. Um, I also have sevens grant in a vine grant that needs to be executed that should have been on this meeting but we did not receive that in enough time to put on the agenda so there are some other items that do need to be done before october first
0: right, do we need to call a special meeting to get that done or what and we have
11: an RFP due
4: on the 19th. We get that in. So we suggest that on the 26th. We, so we have
11: a We will have a special
13: meeting on September 20th. We move the 4-H kids group to that date, which is next Wednesday. So if we needed
11: to, we could. We can add those items on there. To I be will approved. not be here on the 20th, so I will inform y'all that. Uh, Angela, will we be able to go through five? Because they're not due to two o'clock on the 19th, correct? Will we be able to see to go through all five of them? Well, however many we can see. Yeah. Um, I think that
14: depends on how fast the scoring, comi- scoring committee can go through. Harvey's uh, yeah, like it. Uh, you know, the, the RFP we set out was... It's uh, pretty standard in terms of, and, and I had one of the uh, committee, uh, sorry, uh, consulting groups actually respond. They they are a full-service consulting group, so they have an engineering arm as well, so they were interested in getting anything engineering, and I told them at that time, this is strictly for the grant administration services, that because we have a number of projects that could would be eligible for these funds. So we didn't want to procure anything other than grant administration until we knew what projects we were going to be taking on. So it's strictly going to be for grant administration work. It's so it will be based on the cost, their experience, You so, uh, know, our, any relationship that we've had with any of them, happy, sad. So it, it's a little bit easier than looking at the engineering ones that will come in later.
0: Well, I don't want to Create a problem, so. Like twenty seven That would work for you. No, sir. Okay. Uh, so, Miss Austin, would it create <laughs> a problem if now you contacted the four Hers and said you're back to the twenty eighth from the twentieth? <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna.
10: The 4 H meeting can be moved where yeah, it's the regularly scheduled business meeting.
7: Yes, the 4 H meeting is. Because the 4
10: H meeting has already moved. gotten moved. It's on their schedule for the 29th. It's been moved more than once.
0: That's my question. Yeah. Yes. I, sir. Um,
13: I would think it'd probably be easiest for them if we just keep it where it is on the 20th now. Okay. All right. Um, I can check with Kayla. Uh, but that is a special meeting that's different than what our regularly scheduled meeting,
4: I guess, would be. Okay, um,
0: all right. So concerning concerning this item, I will make a motion concerning action in rescheduling the commissioner's court hearing. I I make a motion we deny that request. Just leave it at the twenty eighth, right? Okay. You understand? Yes, sir. I
6: understand. So no action.
0: No, I'm gonna de- I'm gonna say we reject yeah. reject okay. the. Uh, item. Okay. I make a motion. We leave it on the 28th. Second? Second. Second by Commissioner Brosman. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Number 29. Mm -hmm. Consider and take appropriate action in approving the the destruction of eligible records by Record Consultants Incorporated. Mr. Velka.
11: We have, uh, and that's in my cage, we have approximately about 65 boxes that are still uh, needing to be uh, destroyed. They could not be destroyed prior to October. So now they are uh, asking if we just go ahead and agree to it. It's $422.50. Um, that would clear out my uh, cage, which I do think there's some other departments that are needing uh, place to put stuff and that would give them some room to put um, boxes that they are needing to store that are permanent
10: I move we approve the destruction of eligible records by the records consultants incorporated
0: motion has been made by Commissioner McBroom second. second by Commissioner Sternadel all in favor say aye I opposed motion carries Item number 30, consider and take appropriate action on approving an agreement with Wakefield Bridge Incorporated for the construction and, replace, and a replacement by Wakefield Bridge Incorporated on Monkey Road in Commissioner Brosman's precinct.
8: Uh, this is the company that we accepted the bid on at the last meeting. We awarded the bid to them. So this is just signing the contract to give them, uh, them to go on uh, starting to work on it. So I move we approve an agreement between Wakefield Bridge for the construction of a replacement bridge by Wakefield Bridge on Monkey Road and Precinct Hill.
0: I'll second that motion. Grossman and Miller, all in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Consider and take appropriate action concerning the 2024 bid calendar and authorize bid notices to be in the newspaper, to place in the newspaper.
11: This is our big calendar that we put together for the road materials, fuel, and um, hauling and pipe. And I have submitted this to all the commissioners to let them check and see if there's anyone they need to add or remove. The only thing is Luke has asked, and I've included it on the bottom of y'all's big calendar. That we uh, change our bid sheets to include on there any bids that will have a fuel surcharge added to the price must include the fuel surcharge rates. No fuel surcharges can be added to the bid after it has been accepted and that was due to the fact that CMEX came back later and told us oh we did have this included and they had not included it. And like Luke said, we were trying to see one way so that we could at least know that their fuel surcharges is because they're coming back later and adding it to y'all's bills.
8: Where do you all on every Where are we at with contact out of shooting with the standings no, right. with them? Because I know I know they, they bid it last year and we accept that they're bid but they won't they still won't tax.
12: Yeah, um, we ran into the issue with Contech last year. Um, they uh, agreed to sell us material at price. We accepted their bid. And then over the course of the year, they raised their bid um, and continued to charge the county for more money than what they had originally bid for. Um, when we brought that up to them, they refused to reimburse us that cost or give us any kind of charge back. Um, and essentially, we, we came to a head on that. Um, and. Uh, they they pretty much just said well then we're just going to go ahead and, and kind of step back from, from bidding with the county on these things. um So I I'm unsure if they'll submit a bid. I doubt it. Yeah, I was going to um, say last year they submitted one, but they
8: won't to us. That's why
1: I was wondering why they even submitted one in the first place. So. i that's a good question. Sorry, I don't know. Sure.
11: Okay. If you do find Anthony the Pipe Company, please let me know and we'll try to reach out to them. <coughs> To send them a bid, I know there was one I was trying to contact out of Round Rock, but I never did get a, a bid from them.
0: But well, I make a motion that we uh, approve the 24, 2024 bid calendar and authorize bid notices to be placed in the newspaper. Second, second by Commissioner Birkinoff. All in favor say aye. aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Item 32, consider and take appropriate action in approving the workers' compensation questionnaire from the Texas Association of Counties Risk Management Pool for the coverage period of January 1, 2024 through January 1, 2025
11: and this is just our workers comp renewal questionnaire that we um, have to submit to them every year about this time for them to look it over and give us a proposal on what our rates are going to be. So this is where I submit our approximate payroll for next year to them. Um, and it's mainly, I just have to have the judge sign it and then other than that, there's no changes that we have done from the years in the past it's just submitting
10: the new payroll to with it Will we approve the workers compensation questionnaire for the texas associated counties for, pool for the coverage period of january 1st 2024 through january 1st 2025
0: motion has been made by commissioner mcbroom second second by commissioner sternodle all in favor say aye, aye. opposed motion carries Consider and take appropriate action concerning approval the payment of currently owned, uh, currently due Fayette County bills and
9: expenses.
11: Um, as you can tell, we have uh, our second round of uh, payments out to the fire departments. Um, I'm just waiting on approval of the letter, and then those would go out. Uh, we did get our second our fourth quarter payment to the appraisal district, which did have a refund due for the 2022 audit that Trilishek did for them uh, of $37,346.18. So our total payment to them this time around was $77,793.57. We did have the Fayette County Attorney's Office got their copier that came out of their forfeiture for $11,500. And then we had our workers' compensation that we paid this quarter was $35,059. We had our payment to Odyssey Hosting, $51,558.07. And that is the court um, software program. And that covers all of the court systems, the JPs, the sheriffs, the uh, county courts, district courts. uh, And that's why that one is always high, and that is a quarterly payment of that. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, they are doing some updating right now that Kevin's been working with them on. Yes. And then we had some refund monies that was seized of $7,961 that was refunded to the...
5: Uh, person that had it seized from them. Do y'all have any other questions on the bills? I got a loaded D so it's
1: $25,460. Wow. Hmm. I had one question on some flash ash that I bought from Mark from MidTex but I- I'm going to go with Sherry. I- it might have been one that lapsed from my other road that fell on it so okay. it just seems like it was it says Road, but it might have been that came from another road. It just seems kind of high on this so thing compared to the other one, but that, that's the only question I have. So <coughs> I'll, I'll get with her and make sure the invoices that I have is right. But. How do you like the material? We like
8: it.
0: hard as a rock. I do too. Will we
8: pay
1: the
0: bills? Second. Motion is made by Commissioner Brosman, second by Commissioner uh, Birkenhoff to pay all the bills. All in favor say Aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. I make a motion we adjourn the meeting. Second. Second by Commissioner Sternodtl. Miller and Sternodtl, all in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Meeting's adjourned.